the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jake is a dear friend, and uh, well, tell us your story, Jake. Just just start us off here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background? What's going on, man? Why do I have you on this program? Well, like you said, you know, I was born and raised in Minnesota, and um, you know, the only thing I ever wanted to do, even as a young kid, I just wanted to be a police officer. Wow! I remember with even with the Hot Wheel cars, the little police cars, yeah. and. Anytime a police officer or a police car drove by or walked by, my life stopped wow. just to watch them. And, uh, you know, it's literally the only thing I've ever wanted to do. And, and, you know, it was the same for my older brother. A lot of people don't know that. My older brother was also a police officer here. He was a homicide detective here in Colorado Springs. And, and uh, for both of us, it's what we wanted to do. And, and um, you know, thankfully, you know, I was, I was blessed to be a, uh, you know, fast forward a ways, I was blessed to be a, a police officer here in Colorado Springs and, and absolutely loved doing it. And, wow, uh, thank you yeah, for your service. Yeah. CSPD, how many years? Yep, just under 14 years. Under 14, so, that's yep, great. Yep. Do you know so, I play ball? Did I tell you I play ball with a bunch of cops on Friday? You have told me that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. we, have, we have a deal. I, I keep them out of hell and they keep me out of jail oh, there you go so i've been working a little harder than they uh, have i would but, hope so but <laughs> <laughs> it works that Absolutely. way well cool can i tell you a couple of police stories yeah oh man i was i was traveling down the highway in oklahoma the speed limit was 55 back then is either 70 or 80s and this highway patrolman and i'm a chaplain i just he came at me and i waved at him well he looked at me puzzled like you were whizzing by you know all of a sudden he turns around turns on his lights and it's Pulls me over. I said, uh, problem, officer? And he said, yeah, you didn't realize how fast you were going. I said, well, I had cruise control 56. He said, no, you were going 66. I said, what? He said, you are going 66. And he looked at the wheels and said, yeah, maybe these oversized tires or something. But that's why I didn't even take it off the cruise control, just waved at him. You know? He said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, you're going to just drive down this road, and as soon as my lights come on, that's 55, and I want you to be driving that amount. Well, Jake, okay. he turned the lights on. And it's like 44. I'm, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm driving in my mind 44 miles an hour down the highway, which is in reality 55. So that's that's my police story. Why? <laughs> you were you were in, you did traffic a little bit, didn't you? I did a little bit. And if that's your only police story, I think you're doing pretty well. No, so. I've got two others, but okay. I want to bore. Our, <laughs> it's gotcha. not about me. It's about you. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. yeah. What 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 uh, bizarre or funny story do you have as a as a cop? Oh, May I call you a cop? Is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. fine. Okay. Um, you know, I could probably tell you a story of probably from every single one of my shifts I've done. Man. You know, as you can imagine, law enforcement, we see a lot of things, do yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. And, but probably one of the most bizarre ones I've ever had is we had a um, uh, one night we actually had a bear get into a mansion down in the Broadmoor. Wow. And these grandparents and these grandkids were in the home. Man. And the, the homeowner thought, Someone had broke in, and so he went out there with his pistol to confront them. <laughs> a pistol turned, does nothing with a bear, right? Turned around the corner into the kitchen where all this ruckus was, and there was a bear. Man. And um, so he ran back to his room, and, well, he scared the bear, and it ran downstairs where all the grandkids were sleeping. Oh, man. And so, you know, a handful of us officers went up there, you know, obviously, you know, bad, but, I mean, we had to go into that house. Right. And, um, so we pulled up and the grandparents were upstairs hanging out the window, waving, saying, you're going to break in, break in. And yeah. 
So we actually went in the window that the bear had gotten into. Okay. And and then it was like, we got to go find this bear. And they had said, go downstairs. That's where the grandkids are. And and so that's where we went. And and we went down into this basement and ripped these poor grandkids out of their beds. Had no clue where this bear was or even if it was still in there. And and um, and at one point, uh, it was dark down there. And, and we all had shotguns. You know, obviously, it was a bear. Mm-hmm. So we, we grabbed a little bigger of a gun. And and um, well, there was a dark object coming towards Uh-oh, us. Man. It was just dark enough you could barely see it. Okay. And and uh, there was an officer in front of me almost shot this object. Uh, we'll come to find they had a huge black lab dog that we almost shot. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But this dog was running from the bear and uh, had come running out. And so we grabbed the kids and we're running up the stairs. And and literally as we were coming out the front door with holding these kids running outside, the bear was coming out the window uh, about 10 feet to our right. Wow. And was running away. And man. so it was one of those things where I was like, man, if I wasn't part of it, I don't know if I'd believe this, but it was a, a, a just a very bizarre, you, you said bizarre. I was like, that's one of my bizarre calls. Wow, like, that is, man, thought of doing, stranger so. than fiction. Yeah, it was weird. So, and I guess my next question you've already answered, uh, you know, what, what sense of joy, what sense of fulfillment, what sense of accomplishment do policemen have? I know there's lots of challenges. There's yeah. got to be a lot of downside. Yeah. Just real quickly here. What, what, you know, what makes them, keeps them going and encourages them? You know, I tell you, I think, I really do think law enforcement is a calling and we all see what law enforcement's going through right now. Yes, sir. And I, I mean, you still, so you still see the people signing up to do the job. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a calling and nothing's going to deter you from that. And, but as far as like you know the joy and 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 just your your meaning and your purpose, I mean you can have that on on almost every call that you deal with. Wow. And you know I really do believe our first responders, whether they're a believer or not, are our hometown missionaries. Wow. And you know it's just it's a lot of fun to be able to go out there, and it's just so rewarding to help people in a time of crisis. You oh, know? you and, bet. And whatever imagine. whatever they need, and, there, and there's so many different things. Yeah, you know, yeah. To be there for them, it, it just it brings you that joy on almost Amen. We'd love to hear that. Well, we'll segue into what Jake is doing now when we come back. Stay tuned. Crosswalk Colorado Springs. As I often do. 100.7. The Word. Welcome back, Dr. Bob Bender, your host with our guest, Jake Skifstad former police officer with the Colorado Springs Police Department. And, Jake, what's, what's your take on all of this? these shootings? It's just disturbing for all of us. Uh, they seem to be increasing in numbers and innocent people uh, getting killed. Uh, what's your take on that? You know, whether it's a shooting or not, you know, I get asked this a lot, uh, given what I do now. But, you know, we have a heart issue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were talking a little bit earlier how I think you said 86% are unchurched. Yeah. And you know what? Um, you know, less and less people have Jesus in their life. Mm-hmm. And what's the other option? Yeah, sure. You know, and and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing this world, this true world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I really do believe that's the simple answer is, you know, people don't have Jesus. And, and that would fix all of our problems, yep. you know, and, um, and so, you know, you, you can, you can even break it down a little bit more of that, you know, whether it's talking about, you know, broken families or, mm-hmm. you know, what are people investing in taking their time with, yeah. you know, yeah. social, we, there's a whole bunch of different stuff, yeah. but yeah. it all comes down to, to Jesus. Jesus is the only hope for the world Yeah, through the Christians, through the church. Yeah. So we've got some work to do. Absolutely. 
speaking about shootings, the Planned Parenthood shooting, eight years coming up this fall. Uh, I think I remember you were there. I was there as a chaplain. We had yep. that uh, HQ set up there. I think it was out on Centennial, if I remember right, because we had yep. to get away from the building yep. where we had where as uh, I was there as a chaplain, you know, servicing you guys. Yep. And you were there. What was your part in that? Yeah. So, you know, I was part of the special response team for Colorado Springs and, um, you know, just one of the, the tactical guys there. You know, we had two teams there, ours and, and, and El Paso County SWAT. And mm-hmm. and that was on top of obviously all the officers that were there, you mm-hmm. know. And, and so, yeah, I was I was there with with one of those teams. And, and uh, you know, obviously everybody's goal there that day was to stop that threat. And and, um, you know, that's that's why, you know, we were there. I bet you saw some things. Felt some things that you can never unsee. Yeah, it was. Uh, I tell people it is by far my most terrifying day of my life. Yeah. And there was a there was a moment in there that um, you know just a couple of events unfolded, and there was a moment where I had planted one of our ballistic shields down on the ground uh-huh. and was hiding behind it, you know, with okay. my gun to the side, and and the whole team had fallen back to deal with a with an officer that had been wounded, and. Um, you know, in that moment, a couple things dawned on me. Uh, two things dawned on me. One, um, actually, um, the full reality of law enforcement sank into me. And if you think of what a police officer does out there, there's there are some times when you're out there and there's not a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you're yeah. out there, you're bored, doing yeah. whatever, trying yeah. to be proactive. And then that pendulum can start to swing a yep. little bit and things are picking up. You're starting to get a little busier mm-hmm. and having to do stuff. And, and that pendulum can swing all the way to the left where it is nothing but terror, sheer mm-hmm. violence, and who who has to combat that? It's your law enforcement. Yeah. And I tell you, you know, I tell people, it truly felt like we were at the gates of hell inside yeah. that building. It yeah. was so scary. It was it was obviously very dangerous and very hard. And you know, we all saw what transpired during this event. You yeah. know, and yeah. just the the, the the sheer bloodshed and and the loss of life and and um, you know, so when I when I planted that shield down, that dawned on me how bad this situation was. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we had. Uh, we had five officers who had been shot at that point. We mm. knew that we had lost Garrett, you mm. know, and obviously the civilians and, and it caused me to say a prayer, wow. you know, I, I, you know, I'm a man of faith and I've probably prayed for myself every shift, but, um, that, that morning, my prayer was different. Wow. Uh, I actually, and it's the only time I can ever remember saying this prayer. Mm. Uh, it was actually a prayer for my family mm. because I didn't know if I was going to go home. Yeah. It, it was so bad in there. I thought wow. it was, oh, my gosh, I might be the next guy to go down and, wow. And, but, you know, when I said that prayer, just uh, some peace came about me and, Amen. you know, just, it, it, and, and it caught my attention. Yes, sir. And, 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 I, and I tell people, here we are in a building with nothing but evil, death, destruction, extreme violence. And here I am yep. having this moment of peace and it caught my attention and I actually had to talk myself out of a prayer <laughs> and I had to tell myself, Jake, focus, focus on tactics, focus on what's going on yep, here. Yep. You know, we're about to engage this guy and, and, um, it wasn't until a while after the Planned Parenthood shooting when, when, when I was in God's Word. And, and if I could, I'd love to just share three quick verses with you. It's, it's Philippians 4, 4 through 7. And when I read this, this verse, mm-hmm. I was immediately taken back to that moment. And it says this. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything but in every situation, Pastor. Mm-hmm. Not some, not most, every situation, including an active shooter. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And those verses came across your mind as you're praying there. 
Well, not in the moment, but okay. when I when I read that, yeah. I was taken back to that yeah. moment when I was having that peace, sure. and I was like, "There's, yeah. There's no the doubt in my mind, yeah. the Lord was with wow. me, giving wow. me that moment of peace." Amen. You know, in a Amen. in a horrible we're, situation. We're praying too, and glad they ranchered. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've got a hat on, and talking about shields, that's yeah. a great segue into what you're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Well, you know, it, it we're we're so blessed. So we we started Shield Six One Six, and our, and our goal, you know, our mission statement is we exist to impact God's kingdom by protecting and serving those who serve and protect. Mm-hmm. And so our heart is obviously the, to start is the protection. We donate okay. all day rifle rated armor. Okay. We want to make sure that the you know you're talking about shootings. We want to make sure that our officers, our law enforcement, our deputies, our troopers, whoever have that protection to go out there and to do this hard job, to keep them safe. Um, no matter what situation they're engaging with, we expect them to protect us mm-hmm. and we want to make sure that they're safe doing that. But what that does for us, um, you know, it just gives us a chance to, to serve them, but to, 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 to have a chance to share something even better than this vest that we're given. We give them the best vest that's out there, angel armor. Okay. Uh, but there's something that's better. There's a better hope, a better peace, a better protection. Mm-hmm. And as we know, that was also given by an ultimate sacrifice ever given. And that was yep. done by Jesus on the cross. Yep. So we yep. tell them, you know, we, 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 we challenge them. You know, there is something better and it's something that you can have and that can't be taken away. And no matter what the situation is, you can have that free gift the of salvation. The spiritual shield. So yeah, to speak. absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah. and, uh, you know, so it gives us a chance to share God's word with them, you know, in that mm-hmm. moment. And, and it, we, like I said earlier, we all see what our law enforcement's going through. And I tell you, th- their harps are right. Or their hearts are right for the picking. You know, wow. that, that harvest sure. is plenty yeah, yeah. and we're seeing it everywhere we go. And wow. so it's, it's, it's just incredible. God knows what he's doing and he can use violence. He can use situations that yep. we go through for, yep. for his purpose, his will, yep. and for his glory. Where God does not rule, he overrules. And this <laughs> yeah. is certainly a testimony to that effect. And of yep. course, 616, Ephesians 616, shield yep. faith. Yep. And as you are alluding to, not only do we give them the equipment, you pair them up with someone, their sponsor. Yep. And I yep. thank you for pairing me up with Pat Rigdon, one yep. of our former commanders. Yep. And you assigned, you personally assigned me to him. And we became buddies and basketball buddies. And yep. I think he runs a, a Mountain Mary Cookies downtown. You want to stop by and buy you one? You want to get good. a good cookie. Here's a free <laughs> shout out to him. It's an amazing cookie down on South Tejon. Check it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. And well, you know, when the Lord gave me this vision, yeah. he told us how important the relationship was going to be. And we know, you know, when Jesus was on this earth, he was all about relationships, yep. you know, and, and, and it's the same thing. And, and so we want to connect our law enforcement, no matter where they're at around the country, when we're engaging with them, with their local faith based, with the local church congregation. And that's the real ticket we we i know they appreciate the physical protection but man that other layer that's that's great and i think that's why we're successful is that relationship component and what's cool is they are so open to it right now Mm -hmm. because of what they're going through they need people in their corner that they know appreciate what they're out there doing the sacrifices that they're making and so it's been really just a lot of fun to watch these relationships be built and you know, they need it. And, and we're just so honored. You know, I'm so honored that, you know, the Lord would choose me to do this, you know. And and uh, and so we've been all over the country. Just two days ago, we were down in Florida. And I was telling you that story about that chief that passed away. And, yeah. and you know, it's just the hurts there. Yeah. And they, yeah. the, the hurts almost daily for these men and women with what they have to do. And and uh, thankfully, you know, there's a God that loves them, that understands their hurt and is there for them. And and we want them to know that. And, oh, that's and that's that's, that's where you come in in play. You know, it's the community. It's yep. the local faith based community that comes in and partners in and ministry. Yep, absolutely. Well, what 
What vision? I, I can imagine the initial inertia you had to overcome to get this thing off the ground and to see where it is today. It's just awesome. And when we come back, we will get a current status as to what you're doing in the lives of our officers across the nation. Crosswalk Colorado Springs. See you in a bit. Just a minute. When I turn around, they were up there to remind me. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Welcome back. Bob Bender here with Jake Skifstad with Shield 616. Well, Jake, tell us how this thing began, how it grew, and what you're doing these days. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people think it started with the Planned Parenthood shooting, but it actually was starting before that. And, uh, you know, the Lord just, he laid it heavily on my heart and so much so that I, I couldn't sleep. Wow. And I actually reached out to one of our police chaplains, Gene. Yeah. Gene, and I, I told, Gene. I told Gene, I was like, Gene, I need you to be praying for me. The Lord's just moving me. I don't know what's going on, but something's coming. He's trying to tell me something. He's and that's really, all you knew at that point. Yeah, something. No clue what was coming. Yet. Yeah. I wow. didn't know a name or anything. Man. And, and then so over about, course of a couple of weeks, he just really revealed to me, obviously, what is now Shield 616, just the whole relationship, relationship building and the, and the vests, obviously, and and just how just the sense of urgency, you know, was really driven home during the Planned Parenthood shooting. Of, yeah. You know, that is the real, reality of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. We're not guaranteed to go home. And so these guys need to hear about Jesus before mm-hmm. that, you yeah. know, and and so it was just, you know, it was in 2015 when I was going through all this and then obviously starting Shield and and obviously, we started here locally with Colorado Springs, you know, my hometown. And and uh, but yeah, we've spread all over the place. And as you know, when you when you're addressing a need, um, and when it's truly free, you know, everybody comes out of the woodworks. And once they can confirm you're not a scam, you know, as you can imagine, cops are very skeptical. And yeah, yeah. this sounds too good to be true. Yeah. I can't tell you how many of them I've talked to. They're like, yeah, this is a scam. Who does this? Mm-hmm. But once they find out, you know, what we're doing. But once they truly find out the full scope of Shield Six One Six, the mm-hmm. message, the partnership. Yeah. You know, I've had chiefs tell us that, you know, I could probably have bought this gear, but what I couldn't have bought was the relationship component that my officers desperately need right now. And we were talking off air a little bit. You know, we just started with Chicago PD and, you know, huge agency, 12,000 police officers. And we're actually starting the whole agency with their carjacking unit, a very violent unit, very violent people. And we did that vest presentation and typically it's all about the gear. You know, everyone loves the gear, but in this one, even the officers that were in the, in the crowd, just there to see it. Uh, you know, they came up afterwards and they just wanted to talk about how thankful they were that we were there in a show of support, how thankful they were of our uplifting and our encouraging message, you know, for them to be reminded that, you know what, I am making a difference. You know what? I am a light in a very darkening world. And, and, uh, you know, that actually caught me off guard a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, shame on me, you know, and, and, you know, our officers are a light in this dark world, and we're just so honored and blessed to be a light to them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we need more of it. And, wow. and so, uh, you know, it's just been so encouraging and a lot of fun to see the Lord move. And I tell you, um, you know, big things are coming. And I, and I really do think Shield 616 is part of it, you know, and you know, we're just going to continue to build these relationships, protect our protectors, and, and hopefully it all points to Jesus. Amen. And you started with CSPD. Yep. How long did it take you to get everybody vested in CSPD? You know, it what took about us about, eight, it t- yeah, it took us about two years. Wow. But in that time, um, you know, other local agencies started also. Okay. And so we've done, uh, you know, vast majority of our law enforcement in this whole region. And, uh, you know, we've done, you know, we're in almost 
uh, every agency in Colorado, and and then we're in hundreds. Now time of, out. Every city in uh, Colorado. Almost, almost. we're wow. in a, in a vast majority of them. Now you and, did Manitou just recently, is that right? Or yep, part was, of it. We're actually still fundraising for Manitou. Okay. So if anyone's out there and wants to get behind it, uh, reach out to us. But um, yeah, we did about half of them, and. Um, and the problem is, Pastor, you know, this stuff expires every five years. So oh, it's just a vicious wow. cycle. So, Man. you know, we're always going to be out here working and, and helping these The shelf these life of a shield is, of this yep. equipment is yep. five years. Yep. But it, it just deteriorates? It, yeah. It, if the, wow, specifically man. the Kevlar. Okay. You know, it, the, 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 the manufacturer, not the armor companies, but the manufacturers of the actual material. Okay. They only warranty it for five years. I see. And so it's just a, that's why these, a lot of these departments have such a hard time getting the stuff and keeping it is they constantly got to be getting new stuff. Man. Yeah, and the onus is on you to find those resources to get them taken care of. Yeah, you know, and that's where we can just be a huge blessing in. And it's been so much fun and how encouraging it's been. And even just us talking now, we just had one of our local sergeants, a huge shout out to all of our law enforcement listening. Phil, hey, Phil. He texted and was like, hey, I'm listening to you, you know. and great. and, uh, And so it's just been fun to really lift them up and encourage them. And I tell them. You can put that uniform on with joy. You can put that uniform on with peace mm-hmm. and know that you are making a difference. Yeah, yeah. And that there are people that see the difference that you are making. Mm-hmm. Don't yep. forget that. Yep, yep. They don't get to experience that. Mm-hmm. And and that's a very important message that whether you're listening now or anybody that's out there, you have the opportunity to share that message with them, that they are making a difference yeah, and to yeah. thank them. Hey, and, so, and anytime you, you see a policeman, encourage yes. them, buy their coffee or something, you know, yep. just step in, right? Yep. I mean, or wave at them right before you're about to get pulled over, just yeah, like you, you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's so many things you can do. And I tell you, even the smallest acts of just a handshake or a thank you, uh, you know, it means a lot. It goes a long ways. Good word. And so, yeah. Good word. Yep. What was your greatest challenge getting? In the beginning? Yeah, man. I can imagine the we, inertia you had to overcome to get this thing well, out of the ground. I can just imagine. If, if you go back, and, and a lot of people forget, just before the Planned Parenthood shooting, we actually had the Halloween active shooter. Not even 30 days before this. We wow. had two legit active shooters mm-hmm. here in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. And so when we launched it, we were very, I don't want to say blessed, obviously, given the situations. But we were, it, it, those two situations really prepared the community for Shield 616. Mm-hmm. You know, those affected everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. we all see these situations going on around the country. But when it hits here, yeah. it really hits you. Yeah. And so we had two of those situations, you know, to launch us off. And so... Um, you know, we were we were blessed that the community responded the way they did and got behind us right away and and just literally threw us into the deep end oh, of great. you know knowing and really a, a, a movement of really wanting to get behind our men and women and help protect them. And so uh, ours wasn't necessarily trying to get it up and running, but mm-hmm. it was just trying to manage something that was growing very rapidly oh, from day one. That's the hand of God. That's yeah. the favor of God upon you. And, of course, you yep. are one of our missionaries at Cross yep. Fellowship Church. We yep. support you big yep. time. We yep. believe in what you're doing. You. I see uh, TV channels 5 and 13 supporting yep. you. Yep. May I ask who are some of your biggest supporters? financially get you know, this thing going. It's a lot it, of money. How much it, does each it, one cost? It is. You know, the vests we give now are about $2,400, so they're very it, expensive. Wow. And, That's and, a lot but of what's, money. what's cool and what I tell the officers, and, and, and if there are any listening, you know, it's not just one foundation. It's not just one radio show. It's not just one family or a church or a business. It's all of them. Wow. And it's truly going to take all of them. And, and we got people that sometimes say, hey, we'll get that grandma that says, I can only donate $10. 
And I tell her there's no only when it adds up to something mm-hmm. potentially life-saving. Yep. And then obviously we'll have churches or businesses or foundations or individuals who can give more, who mm-hmm. can maybe donate a whole vest, $2,500. Or maybe there's some of them that can give multiple vests, you know? Wow. And, and so we're blessed just to be really, truly across that whole board. And that's I tell great. the officers, be encouraged. It is your whole community that's behind you supporting this and know that they are worth fighting for. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Yep. Glad to hear it. Yep. And how can we give should we want to? Well, obviously, if anyone wants to be part of it, they can go to our website, shield616.org. Okay. But, but like we talked about a little bit earlier, um, every single person can have an opportunity to make an impact. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and whether it's writing a letter or just stopping by a police department or maybe bringing them some goodies or, or even just when you see them, yeah. you know, you, you truly don't know how far that's going to go. And you might not know what that means to that officer that day. Mm-hmm. As you can imagine, our officers – Almost every day they do hard things, yep. and it's hard. It's dangerous every single day, and and people don't realize the extent of that support. Um, that officer might need that in that exact moment, having that crappy day. Absolutely, and yeah. uh, and thinking about their spouses as well. Yeah. I'm sure Jenna had some yeah hard days. Absolutely. Well, if you think about it, every time you kiss your loved one goodbye, you know that am I coming home? You know, and that's a burden they live with for those 10 hour shifts or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and especially on some of those bad calls when they know you're there, you know, and if you look at the Planned Parenthood shooting, you know, for hours upon hours, it it was in the media that multiple officers were down. One had been killed. Mm. Nobody knew who's, nobody knew. And we were all so busy in there. You couldn't check in with them. So they all thought that you were the one that had been killed, you Mm -hmm. know, and Mm -hmm. so it's hard. And that's the reality of law enforcement. Sure. Sure. Yep. Well, Lord, we do thank you for our first responders. We take them for granted so often. Remind us, Lord, what we can do to encourage them. There's power in prayer. We believe yeah. in prayer. We believe in believing prayer. So protect them and help them through each day. Thank you for them. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, when amen. we come back, we'll have some war stories from Shield 616, what God's doing. See you in a moment. Springs on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back this Thursday afternoon with my guest, Jake Skifstad of Shield 616, and how the Lord has burdened his heart and given him a vision for this ministry, and and I feel like a schmuck next to you, Jake. You're such a visionary and entrepreneurial spirit, I mean, to... There's nothing like this, is there? Not quite like it. I mean, there's always some some other groups that are out there that you know donate gear, but the just the whole scope of what we do, as far as I know, I don't know of anything else Man, out there. That's, I tell you what, I mean, just to, to start that and to have it going. How many vests has has the Lord graced you to give out? To date, yep. So we're 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 getting real close to seven thousand. Seven thousand. Seven thousand vests times and, um, times two thousand dollars. How much money uh, have, has has come? We've in for raised this? right around seventeen million dollars, and uh, we're we're very very blessed. And you know we're in about three hundred and sixty different agencies across the country. We're in thirty two different states, and. And, um, you know, and so it, it, it's, there's obviously still a long ways to go. And, and then again, like every five years, we got to relook at everything and, and uh, you know, keep that effort going. So Challenge and opportunity at the same yeah. time. Well, tell me some war stories as the vest saved a, a, a 
life? Has it? Uh, do you have some spiritual impact stories you could share with us, Jake? You know, we do. And, you know, obviously our hope and prayer is that, you know, the vests are never needed, you know, physically. Yeah, you know, thought. we hope that it's a mental boost for them, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that they got the best protection. But, um, you know, one of our first ones was up in Laramie, Wyoming, mm-hmm. and a deputy was shot. And uh, thankfully, uh, one of the vests that we had donated, uh, you know, obviously he was wearing that. And, you know, he went home to his, you know, his wife and his kids and, and, um, you know, it was just so wonderful to have that. And, 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 and obviously Angel Armor has, you know, multiple, you know, safe stories of, you know, officers being shot and being saved by their vest. But I tell wow. you, you know, there's been, you know, there's been so many, um, comments and conversations from officers or deputies that tell us this, Hey, you know what? I was in this situation and it was really bad. And I, and I noted, and I thought how thankful I was to have this vest on with this rifle rated armor in this moment. And, you know, that means a lot. And just knowing that mentally, you know, that they can have the confidence to go out there and to do a hard job. And I love the quote, uh, courage is a choice. And as an officer, you have to make that decision many times to be courageous, you know, to be like, you know what? This is not fun. This is horrible. This is dangerous, but I have a job to do and I got to go towards that threat instead of going away from it. And so, yeah, I I would, I would think, uh, obviously not in your shoes or their shoes. I would think if, if I had this protection, I wouldn't be cavalier, but I could be a little bolder. You know what I mean? In a situation, I'm not going to yeah. back off or whatever. Is that what you're alluding to? Yeah, absolutely. You know, th- this vest doesn't make law enforcement any less dangerous, but what it does do is it helps them, you know, hopefully survive that situation. Mm-hmm. And, and they know that. Yeah. And, yeah. and what's also cool is just, you know, the spouses that say, you know, I can sleep a little bit better at night. Yeah. You know, I can't sleep perfectly, but I can sleep a little bit That's better. A and, good word. But what's also neat on the flip side yeah. is, you know, like, you know, you're, you're partnered with, you know, um, Pat Rigdon, you mm-hmm. know, but from a, a donor or a support team aspect, the stories we hear from them, how mm-hmm. they're impacted by it. You know, they kind of get to peek behind the curtain a little bit yeah. now as they get to know these guys. And one cool story that we had, there was a pretty bad situation going on here in Colorado Springs. There was a, uh, an individual that was shooting at officers and and he was just the way that it was going down. He was getting away. And, and then it would happen again at some other location. Mm. And, um, and one of the officers texted his wife and said, Hey, be praying for me. I'm going to this. And he said, I'm glad I got my shield 616. Wow. Well, his wife texted the donor and the donor that provided that had no idea what to even do. Wow. Um, they had heard about what was happening, but yeah. didn't give it a second thought. But mm. now they stopped everything and they had to turn on the radio. They had to turn on the TV because they knew their officer was there and they just couldn't get past the fact that they provided something that that officer was now trusting his life with. It moved them, you know, in such a way that this is the reality of those, those families of our men and women in blue. Uh, When they hear things, know things are going down. They can't help but think, is my loved one there? Is my loved one safe? You know? And, and that, that donor got to experience what it's like to be part of the blue family. And it's changed them, you know? And, and, you know, we could talk all day, you know, yeah. we could talk until the producer cuts us off. Be nice, Matt. Um, but, you know, there's just Maybe so many. Maybe give us some rollover minutes. Yeah, I don't know. He's, no. he's trying. He's but, trying. Uh, well, tell us about the baptism we yeah. had at our church. Yeah, just yeah, another cool that. story. You yeah. know, uh, folks from, you know, our church, you know, they, they got behind it. And, and one of the officer's wives, you know, was impacted by it. And they were able to baptize, you know, this officer's wife at our church, you know. Yeah, and, and so it just it goes beyond the officers or the deputies mm-hmm. or the troopers. It's the families also, mm-hmm. you know, that need mm-hmm. to hear about 
about Jesus and and to 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 be able to see that at our church, you know, that was something pretty extra special for both of us, you, you know, bet. and and it was uh, it was pretty neat. But there's there's so many cool stories of the officers taking almost ownership of their donors, you know, whether it's a business or a mm-hmm. church or mm-hmm. whoever, you know, and, you know, I'm hearing, Hey, that's my business. Those mm-hmm. are my people, you know? And, and then we even have officers say, Hey, that's my church. You know, mm-hmm. I go to church there now, mm-hmm. or I'm going to their Bible study now, wow. you know, that's really neat to see. And obviously that's our ultimate goal. Yep. And that's why we would love to get more churches behind the effort because we help eliminate some of that scary stuff for a new believer. And that's sure. walking through the front doors of a church where you don't know anybody. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we help with that. We eliminate that. And, you know, that's our goal getting them into church and and letting them know you know about you know jesus christ and and what he has to offer and um, you know and so we're going to keep it going so how does this grow uh do you you don't i'm just assuming you just sit there and the calls come in maybe that's an idealistic uh, well i'm told there are so many people listening to this radio station right now i just can't wait to see what comes in but uh (laughs) but uh, no it's a it's a it's a true community. You know, we talked about the media. You know, thankfully we got good partners. You know, Channel Thirteen, Channel Five. You know, Channel uh, KD, KDVR Thirty One up in Denver. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, whether it's them or radio shows or just people talking social media. Uh, you know, sharing on social mm-hmm. media or yeah. you know, hey, you know, what? I donated a vest. I need to tell a friend or hey, I heard about this. Let's look into it and let yeah. other people know. And and to all the officers, you know, they talk. They know officers in other agencies. Yeah, you know, that's how it spreads and. And that's how we get into these different areas, and and uh, there's still a lot to be done. There's a ton to be done right here in Colorado Springs. Uh, you know, there's a ton to be done in Colorado, and there's a ton to be done in the United States. And so, if anyone that's out there that's interested, please go to the website shield616.org, and they can find out how they can make a potentially life saving impact for their first responder, no matter yeah. where they're listening from. Yeah. And so, yeah. So you get calls from all over the United States. Is that right? All over the place. Our wow. next place we're going yeah. to is Northern right. Maine, right on wow. the border of New Brunswick. Wow. Uh, I guess the light, we're going to be doing it at a lighthouse, and I guess it's the most farthest north point of wow. the United when States. When are you going to be there? When is it? Uh, the very end of, of this month. So okay. About we'll, a week we'll and be and up half. there in October. I'm sorry. We'll miss okay. you. Okay. Well, we're going to miss each other, but I mean, we're truly in the four corners of the country, and we're blessed. And I no, can no, tell you- you just you just fly up there. You don't have to bring the equipment with you, do yeah, you? Yeah. Thankfully, a lot of it's being shipped for that one. We are okay. flying, but I okay. do put a lot of miles on my truck and got to yep. give a huge shout out to Phil Long for Chapel Hills for supporting us and helping us with these vehicles because we have a lot of gear we drive around. You know, are they so, just, what are they contributing to you? Oh yeah, they're a huge sponsor wow. of ours, huge contributor, and just a huge blessing. And typically, we do drive. Um, actually, by by far, we drive more than okay. we fly because we have all the gear that we have to bring with us. Yeah, that's what I was lot, thinking. So. Yeah, can't put yeah. that on the plane. But yeah, yeah. Now exactly. you, you you talked about a vision about a podcast or something with yeah. this Ford van. Tell, tell us about yep. that. So What's again, next? Uh, you know, the local Ford, Ford dealers are getting behind us and they're donating one of those really cool big Ford Transit vans to us. And we're going to outfit it not only for travel for, for our ministry and uh-huh. and also do some uh, emergency response, you know, disaster relief stuff. But uh, I want to start a podcast. And, you know, we go and we have a chance to talk to a lot of chiefs and sheriffs around the country. And and I'm going to bring the podcast to them when mm-hmm. we do the vest presentation. And we're going to it's going to be a parking lot series. And uh, so when we're there doing the vest presentation, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snag the chief and we're going to head to the, the parking lot in the police department and in our van, we'll have microphones just like me and you have right now. Cool. Uh, and, and I want to talk about this is what good looks like. Mm-hmm. And there's so much negativity and ugliness that gets out in the media of what law enforcement does. And I can tell you, it is vastly, uh, there are vastly more good stories out there of what our first responders are doing. It's not even close. And that stuff doesn't get out there. And so we want to help get that message out there of what that agency is doing, the good work that they're doing, and them truly being a light in in a darkening world. And so we want to highlight that. Yeah. And to close us out, you have uh, 
ceremonies where you present them to them and the yeah. sponsors are there. It's yeah. a big deal, isn't it? It is a big deal. We call them a vest presentation, and wow. that's where we bring everybody together. We invite the officers and their families, but we invite the donors and their families. And it's just a huge celebration to celebrate wow. them and to truly point them to Jesus. Amen. Lord bless Shield 616. Thank you, Jake. You're the man. God bless you, and look Thank forward you. to seeing you back tomorrow night for Crosswalk Colorado Springs. God bless you. Have a great evening. Good night. Oh, 100.7, The Word. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.